When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from the Fans First Sports Network Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, presenting to you another Las Vegas Raiders coach or player press conference. We are there. We are absolutely locked in, and we are part of the Las Vegas Raiders, not the organization, but we're connected to it because we are beat writers who cover it every single day. Thank you for joining us. We're so proud to be part of the Fans First Sports Network. Let's get right in to this great press conference so that you can stay as connected as we are. Give us a little opening remarks from Coach Pierce, and then we'll hear from uh, Jim Kelly, and we'll open up for questions. Yeah. Uh, thank you. First and foremost, um, thank you to Mr. Davis, uh, Josh McDaniels, Dave, Patrick Graham for bringing me and giving me this opportunity. Uh, it's never easy when you lose a, a teammate, a co-worker, somebody you're close with, um, we take that very seriously. Uh, there's lives and families that's affected by this, and we understand that. Um, but it's a new day, it's a new chapter, it's a new era, it's a new mindset. What is that mindset? It's that of the greater pride, the commitment to excellence, and making sure our alumni, our fan base, and Raider Nation are proud of what they see on the field. What does that look like? Tough, passionate, effort, energy, that enthusiasm that you see when we all watched our kids and these young men who are now pro athletes play with Aaron Pop Warner. Having that love for the game. We're on the same page, Chad and myself, our staff is connected. We had a great team meeting this morning. Everybody was still eyed and focused. We walked in with a smile on our face. The synergy, the energy in this building, and the personality of our players will reflect on who we are as Raiders. This is a great opportunity for myself. I'm humbled, I'm honored, and I don't take it lightly. I'm sure there'll be questions about why, how. Those will all get answered. But this is about the players, this is about the Raiders, and this is about this organization. And we're tired of losing. It's not a good feeling. We're a production-based business. We're about competition, being competitive, and play with the edge and the swag and a certain confidence that we walk out that damn tunnel that everybody watching TV can see it and a product on the field is something we're proud of. Had a, a few things um, before we move forward. You know, again, to Josh McDaniels, Laura, and the kids, David Ziegler, Carissa, um, and the kids, um, I love you all dearly. So much respect for you. Um, my thoughts and prayers are with you, and I'm forever grateful. Um, those of you who know me, you guys have seen me with my three daughters. Like they are my everything. Um, today, my middle child turns 10. Her name is Chloe. 
So happy birthday, Chloe. Today you are my favorite daughter. Um, they are the best parts of me. To my wife, Stephanie, like I'm not here without your support. Like she's a real GM um, and I love her dearly. Although the circumstances are not ideal, um, there's always like an opportunity and difficulties. I couldn't be prouder to accept this opportunity as an interim general manager for the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm so eager and excited to get to work. To Mark Davis, Sandra Morgan, Larry Dilson, you know, thank you for believing in me. Thank you for this opportunity. I promise you that I won't squander the moment. Make no mistake, I'm prepared for this position. I believe in the power of intersectional prayer. I know people all over the country um, are praying for me in this moment. I've received so much support from colleagues, GMs across the league, uh, former players, coaches, advisors, family, friends, you know, my champ camp warriors. Like I promise you I'll get back to you. You're one of those guys that when I see the little dot of missed messages, I gotta go through all of them. So I promise um, to get back to you. You know, I'm prepared for this because I know what I don't know. Like, there will be hiccups, it won't be perfect, but I'm wise enough to know that God equips those he calls. I'm perfectly imperfect, but I know the source. To Raider Nation, in the squad meeting this AM, we talked about committing to three things. Trust, pride, and poise. We talked about having a commitment to excellence. We talked about confidence, you know, just winning. You know, we're going to put our blinders on. We're going to run our own race. And we don't get to pick the terrain. There will be hills. There will be potholes. we got to run on some pebbles. Um, and the race is not always won by the swift or the strong, but it's won by those who, per who persevere. You know, to our fans, I hear your concerns. I share your frustrations. You know, we're going to work to present to you a product worthy of your support. Thank you for sticking with us. I look forward to seeing you fill up Legion Stadium on Sunday. With this, I open up for questions. Antonio, you just uh, outlined um, a mantra and a, uh, a mindset that you want this team to be about. Uh, what can you do that to immediately get that message across to the players that that's what they put out on the field on Sunday? Yeah, what is empower your coaches and your players in the building to have the dialogue and openness and accountability and the trust and respect for one another, well, we can start to make change. That's first and foremost. It's, it starts when we walk in this building. Enjoying and loving the fact that you're a Raider. Embracing the fact that you're a Raider. Loving the fact that you're next to your brother. When you start doing those things, you start playing together, that, that, that energy, and what I talked about with those guys, the synergy in the building, now we have a connection, and now we can start going for that. But at the end of the day, you understand, just like I do, it's production-based business. We have to produce. We have to play hard for 61 minutes, which we'll do. We have to play with the effort that everybody's used to Raider Nation playing with. <clears throat> On a human level, how do you go about compartmentalizing, you know, the thoughts that you may have about, you know, obviously this team is going to be in a situation after this season where they're looking for a new head coach, a new GM, with focusing on the present, but also maybe thinking forward to those types of things to maybe consider for those openings. The, the reality for, for me is, you know, Tayshaun is I'm focusing on one day at a time. Like, you know, we, we said routine, no sleep. Like, we talked late last night, woke up early this morning, 
got together, excited to bring this vision together. But we're not looking forward to tomorrow, that tomorrow worry about itself. We're focusing on the now. Um, you know, our team is focusing on the now. Those players are focusing on right now, and that's all we have. Antonio, when, when you uh, got into coaching, was, it, was this a goal of yours to eventually become a head coach, and what does this opportunity mean to you on the personal level? Yeah, I've been fortunate. You know, I played at a high level, went all the way back to my roots, and coached at Long Beach Poly. High school as a head coach there. Was at uh, New York Giants in 2017, and then you know college for four years, and had opportunities to leave. Go to another organization, I decided not to. Um, the short story, the matter of fact, is I grew up in Compton, California. I was born a Raider. I was born with the Raiders rolling in the Coliseum in L.A. I was rolling with N.W.A. I was straight out of Compton, <laughs> rocking Raider hats. So when the opportunity came to work with Josh and Pat Graham and Dave, I jumped on it. So that's what set me up for this. I was born this way. Coach, yeah. how surreal is it going to be to coach your first NFL game against the team that you won a Super Bowl with as a player? How about that? Pretty right up. Um, but it's not Antonio Pierce versus the New York Giants. Las Vegas Raiders versus the Giants. Coming into our house, much needed win for us. We've had two ugly losses. It's time to change that. Uh, we're in the second half of the season. Doesn't matter what or who Antonio Pierce played for. It's about the Las Vegas Raiders. Those players understand. It's about them. It ain't about me. Jim, these things happen every year throughout the league. Not often on a short week in the middle of a season. When you understood this was happening or got the call, were you surprised? Um, we're definitely surprised. Um, I don't think you know, we, we saw it coming. Um, you know, but I plan every day of my life um, to be prepared for any situation. Um, you know, putting my trust in the Lord and allowing Him to guide me. Right. So whenever these situations arise, I'm fully confident that you know He will equip me, um, and we're ready to roll. Antonio, you obviously bring a certain level of intensity. Um, to the table, and I'm wondering, you're very demonstrative, very expressive, and I'm wondering if that's the kind of fit the team really will respond to and needs at this point. We had a good team meeting this morning, <clears throat> had a full house, and I think I had everybody's attention, I had their eyes. I'm not a long-winded person, I don't give you, give you a dialogue or write an essay. I get right to the point, it's black and white, you know how I feel when I walk out the door. I've been around these guys for two years now as a linebacker coach. And I made my presence known both in the linebacker room, the defensive line room, the quarterback room, the running back room. I'm a former player, I touch former players. I can relate to them. I've done the same things they've done, I've walked the same paths they walked, I felt the same pain they felt. So there's nothing or any emotional ride or roller coaster that they haven't gone through this year. Or the two years I've been with them that I haven't felt. And my personality, my personality will come out and reflect on this team. And hopefully we see that on Sunday. Antonio, talking to players, you know, <clears throat> sometimes look around and say, there's just too much talent on this team for it to be this difficult and to be struggling the way they've been struggling. Uh, do you share that sentiment that the answers are in that locker room and that that can get unlocked? No question. No question about it. I mean, we can talk about players. We can go down our roster and you say, wow, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, <laughs> you look at our whole line. You look at our quarterback, you look at the way our tight ends playing. Defensively, how we play. We've been really well on special teams throughout the season. It's, it's funny with a little belief and um, confidence gives a group. And, and this is just what we're going to believe and what we're about. It's about them being themselves. I told them when they walk in this door, I need to feel them. 
They're going to feel me 100%, but I got to feel them. I need that personality. This building needs personality. When we walk in here, everybody here should be smiling. We all got a job. We're doing something. We're covering the greatest game in the world, National Football League. If you're not excited about that, there's something wrong. Was there a lack of excitement before? I mean, being that that's something that needed to be addressed, what was the atmosphere like before? Uh, I don't think that it was not addressed. It just got embraced. It just being embraced now. Coach, congratulations, first of all. Congratulations to both of you, and happy birthday to your daughter. Appreciate it. Um, a quick question. When you talk about personalities and this being so human, what was the reaction of the players when you, you know, gave them the news? Obviously, you're all smiling. As you say, you want us all to smile. It's been a few weeks rough, kind of difficult to smile. Yes. And so what was their reaction like, and what do you think is the priority moving forward towards the New York Giants, other than winning the game, obviously? Right. I mean, why? why? This one, what are you mad about? You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just said it. Like, we're, we're playing a kid's game. We're going to pay millions of dollars to do it. We're fortunate to play for an alumni base, an owner, a fan base that, like, live and die Raiders. Yeah. And when we walk in that stadium, it's, it's got to be electric. And I, what I told these guys is, it's simple, man. Listen, who knows? I, I'm not promising we're going to go undefeated. I'm not promising, you know, we're going to you know, do the record books. But I am promising you this. We're going to have fun doing it. And I know when you start having fun and you guys start believing in one another and they start really engaging in each other and believing in what the coaches are telling them and understand it's in their best interest. If we, we are in this together, you put the we aspect and us and team into it, it changes all that from the eyes. What are your thoughts on the quarterback position going forward? It'll be Aiden going forward. Why, why Aiden? We just feel like this is his best chance. What was the reaction like in the locker room when you made that announcement? Very supportive. Yeah. The guys are rallying behind him. They're excited to watch him you know, get his opportunity. Like I was there as AP was speaking to the, to the team, and you know, he had their eyes. There was an energy that was, that was you know, tangible um, in the room. There was a true excitement, um, and, and guys are geared up to, to, to prepare for this weekend. How much does it help that Coach obviously played in the, in the league and did it at the highest level and has, has a ring to prove it? I mean, there's it's no, um, no better form of teaching than modeling, right? So this guy did put on those pads. He strapped it up. He played at high-level football games. They know that. He's carried himself just like this every single day, authentically himself, right? And that's what we promise these guys. Like, we're going to be honest. We're going to be authentic. The guy's never going to bless who you pretend to be. Right, and so we're going to be ourselves in this situation. We're going to have fun with it, um, and I think they were excited to hear that. What do you hope to see out of your new offensive coordinator? I'm sorry, your new you? offensive coordinator. What do you hope to see out of him? Uh, I mean, we talked about it. I mean, the key thing is we just talked about a lot of weapons on our team and how to get to them. We're going to start a young quarterback. Got to protect him. Last album, we didn't protect him very well. We didn't protect the football. So it's going to go to that for our whole entire offense of you know turnover-free football. Get back to playing that kind of style of football where you kind of impose your will and play with real intent. And you can do that with offense. You can do that with skill guys. I mean, we got Jacoby Byers. If you not watch him crack a receiver or excuse me, a defensive back or a linebacker, you're crazy. He's not afraid to throw it in there. So, and we got still one of the best running backs in the game. And he understands that. He knows his role and what's going to happen going forward. And that's what's going to help the quarterback. Antonio, your defense has been playing well so far this season. What do you expect from them moving forward? More. More. I mean, we've got to create turnovers. We've got to stop these long drives. Penalties have been the biggest thing that's kind of hurt us in those situations. I mean, we've had great moments, and we had other moments like, what the hell? 
right? So just being consistent, first and foremost, you know, being a defensive player, you stop the run, man. You build a wall. You make it one-dimensional, and like I tell Max, go eat. Go eat. Party at the quarterback, let's celebrate and have fun doing it. So um, what I like to see those guys keep doing, and Patrick Graham, let loose. Get your ears back, let the dogs loose. And, like, you know, when, when the Raiders are rolling on defense, you guys see it. It comes through the TV. Max Crosby's energy is, I'm trying to match his today. You know, I got to match up for the next 10 or 12 weeks. Yeah, um, you know, we see what we see on Sundays, but then there's your side of the building or upstairs. Um, how would how'd that go with, with the staff that you now oversee? Right, we put together some, you know, the fortunate part is I've been here, you know, since, since the beginning. And so we put together some, you know, some very good practices and policies, um, you know, for evaluating players and acquiring players. So we feel confident. Um, with the people that we have doing the job, we feel confident, um, confident in the process. And so, you know, it's, it's more status quo um, on our end. Um, the guys are excited to work. Um, they're excited to keep grinding. Um, and they've been given the same mandate. You walk into this building appreciative with a smile. We want to have positive energy. And, and, and they're going to do that, and we're going to, we're going to you know, capitalize off of it. Some of the members of the locker room have been in this situation before. Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs, back in, in 2021 when John was on halfway through the season. Is it helpful at all just when it comes to keeping the locker room together and informing them how to handle it that they've sort of been through this in the past? Yeah, we, we talked about that last week as a team. And a couple guys brought that up. It's been here. They've been through this. They understand what it's like a coaching change in the middle of the season. And I'm relying on our leaders to lead. So I'm, I'm coming here with the, the, the game plan. This is the picture that we're trying to paint. But they got to carry it throughout. The best teams that I've ever been on as a player or as a coach, player ramp. Player ramp, bottom line. Devontae knows what it is. Max Crosby knows what it is. Robert Swain knows what it is. Our captains and leaders know what it takes. They got to go out there and do it. They got to carry that message to make sure that resonates. And we block out all this outside noise. We're going to get some over the next, you know, 72 plus hours. That is just us against the world. And that's our mentality going to be right now. Us against the world. Raider Nation against everybody else. Antonio, there's still nine games left on the schedule, and you know you're not out of it by any stretch of the imagination. So, um, uh, do those immediate goals become the bigger goals as well? Or are you looking at the big picture, or just week to week now? Trying to get through the Trying to get through this video. <laughs> this press conference right now. It's, it's been a whirlwind. I'll be honest. You know, you're not prepared for this. I mean, you don't. You don't. You know, I, I'm doing my DC notes the other day. You know, and you know, all of a sudden you get a phone call, and are you crazy to turn down this opportunity? To work with Champ Kelly? No, to work with the staff and the players we have. We got we have the team. We have the people in this building. We have the players in this building to win. We just gotta go do it. Enough talk, enough sit here and having these little clicks in the corner. That's why I told the guys, put the goddamn pads on, let's go out there and work tomorrow and practice and let's get to it. Bottom line is let's see where the results go on Sunday. And also from a personal standpoint, you probably have a lot of people back in California um, that are what do you think they're I mean I'm sure you've talked to a bunch of them, but there's gotta be a great uh, um, response by your family members and friends back there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ticket requests, I, I don't know, we can pack the stadium, but I need another 20,000. Know, uh, we'll be fine. Look, Raider, Raider Nation does a great job. They come wherever we go. They travel well. Uh, we got a big test this week with the Giants coming to town. A great opportunity for us to get a fresh start and get back on a winning track. Hey, we'll get everybody in here. Let's go Adam, Heidi, Chris, Paul, Q. Coach, you talked about what you want to see from your offense. How much of a challenge is it from now with the influence Josh had on the offense? from now until Sunday to kind of get the plan together and what you guys want to do and accomplish. Yeah, I started this press conference by saying it. New day, new month, new chapter, new mindset. So whatever we did in the past, doesn't matter. No, I wish I could say we're zero zero, we're not. But we're approaching it that way. 
the approaches way mobile in here today, the offense. I spoke with those gentlemen. Um, they know exactly the task and the plan going forward and what kind of offense we want to portray. And, you know, you know are you going to sit there and rip with the whole playbook? No. But you better go see your key guys. I'm not a fool. I'm a player. Remember, I was a player before I was a coach. Player ran business. I've had the privilege. I've had the privilege of working with Bo in three different buildings. Now he's not afraid of the moment, you know. So we're confident in him. He's going to be authentically himself in this situation. So you'll see both. Coach, like you mentioned, as a player, right? You have various experiences, with several coaches throughout the years, and working at Arizona State as well. Is there any particular person who had an influence on you and how you approach the coaching style? Too many to name. You know, I was fortunate to play. The two other organizations, Martin Scheidenheimer, Marvin Lewis, Joe Gibbs, Greg Williams, Steve Spagnuolo, and Tom Coffer. And then finished it off with Herm Edwards. So what you're going to see from AP is a, kind of a chameleon of all those guys put together, you know, along with my personality. But I've learned so much uh, through my time of either as a player, as a coach going through the ranks. I mean, probably the biggest thing I got over the last, you know, 16 or so hours is you know, text messages from them, gentlemen. And I'm so appreciative of them because there is no AP without them. The knowledge, the support, the love they gave me when I was a young rookie are an opportunity to get into the coaching world. Um, I'm forever grateful. This is a question for both of you guys. You mentioned the team meeting that you had last week, and it's a player-driven business. How much do you think it helped to hear from the players what was going on in their minds in that meeting? It was good. It was direct. It was blunt. It was needed. And everybody heard him. Everybody in the building heard him. The good thing about when you allow that to happen, you know, you got to sit there and you got to brace yourself. Sometimes you don't want to hear. You know, there's probably going to be a moment I don't even want to hear that kind of stuff. But you got to have thick skin and you can't take it too personal. It's an emotional business. These men in that locker room go through hell and back to get dressed and play every Sunday. We're on a short week this week. Guys are nicked up, banged, and bruised. They get up there, they put their cape on, and become superhero kid. So what they said was loud and clear. My message to them echoed their statements from that day, and we'll continue to grow from that. Let's do two more. We'll go Chris and then Paul. What's good about that, Q, is um, you know I think what we have to do here um, in these next these next weeks is just to create a culture where it's safe to have those conversations. Like we want the truth. We're going to give them the truth. It's, it's, it's going to be real and it's going to be raw. It's going to be uncut, right? And so that's the kind of environment that we want. I think that's what we strive at. Like we build a community that has to be conflict, you know, but it also has to be commitment, right? And extreme communication. And so if we have those three things, you know, we can have success. Wrap it up with Chris and Paul. Hey, uh, Coach, I was just wondering, you seem like an enthusiastic, excited guy at the interim head coach now. Was there a point... When, when even yourself, when you were with the players, you were seeing them day in, day out, where you said, oh, this thing's starting to spiral out of control, it's not working, something's got to be done, and it, it was done, but did you almost kind of sense that something was happening need to be made? Well, you just in the last two weeks, we weren't ourselves. Uh, obviously, I was you know, focused on the defensive side of the ball, coaching linebackers, so my focus was there. But you can just sense as a team, you can feel the aura in the building, you can feel the aura in the locker room and when you're around the guys, so... Uh, did I have a good sense of it? Yes. Was it my place to talk about it and discuss it with anybody? No. Champ, you, you were uh, in Denver 2009-2010, so you had to kind of be part of that cleanup effort there after 
when it happened. How does that? How do you lean on that similar situation here to, to get things going and rolling here? I've been through a few of them, unfortunately. <laughs> so that wasn't the only one. Um, you know, just focus on communication. Like, sympathetic because here's the reality. Like, you know, most people see us on Sundays. They see, you know, guys in helmets, pads. They see coaches on the sideline that they think don't have lives outside of here. Right? The reality of it is, you know, their families involved, their, their wives who are planning. Like, my kids have to go to school today and, you know, learn about a situation where, you know, we don't know what's next. Right? Like, the, the Josh McDaniels family, David Ziegler's family, like, what's next? Like, so there's a reality of that that goes on anytime you have transition um, and change. So, sympathy um, to everyone's, um, you know, space and, and their situation, um, but extreme communication so people can relieve some of the uncertainty that they have. Um, and then after that, you just attack the moment with confidence. And so that's the stage that we are in right now. Thank you, gentlemen. Thanks, Thanks Thank you. Thank you. This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa.